Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. Uh, Hi, Zach. How are you today? Benny, how are you today? Doing awesome. Doing all right. So, Benny. Yeah. uh, Let me just fix my little headset here. Okay. So, over the years, uh, you have heard me talk about some things. At times, I must say. Very, very passionately. Of course. Very, very mm-hmm. passionately. Sure. Mm-hmm. One of the things I think you've heard me talk about very, very passionately started in about 2005. And I talked about being new to the whole healing community, didn't really know what was going on. But ultimately, I discovered the untold story about Lyme disease. And of course, became a Lyme disease advocate, traveled all over the United States, did talks, Dr. Ronnie and I, Dr. Darvish and I, uh, put put legislature together with Susan Green um, for testing for that disease, you name it. So I understand what is involved in an initiative, in in a movement to get to the truth. And I must say, It is not a journey for the weak at heart. It is not. When you are in search of the truth, you have to be ready to hear everybody's side of the story, to be ready to look at data from all over the world, to be ready for people to get up in your face, like Dr. Darvish and I have had, and Ronnie, three of us together, people in our face telling us it was a hoax that this chronic Lyme disease thing is a hoax. Well, fast forward to where we are now. Newsflash, not a hoax. Are we there yet? We are not. Do we still have to battle this? We do. But what can we learn from that journey that all of us are taking, Susan Green herself, all of us taking still to get at the truth? I say that because we have a new show on TTR. And the show is Get Real with Mike Murphy. The show airs on our network, Transformation Talk Radio, and it airs on our network, five o'clock, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, right? I have a funny feeling Mike is gonna zoom in five days a week pretty soon. But what does this show get you to do? Here's what I want to say, and then I want to, I want to, I want to want you all to meet Mike if you haven't met him before. But Mike, first of all, Mike Murphy, Mike Murphy Unfiltered. He's a best-selling author. He's a speaker. He's a coach. He's a successful business person, right? Entrepreneur is kind of an understatement, but he has taken a life's journey 
where he had to find a truth for someone he loved. So when we talk about this journey, when it comes to wellness, both of us today, we come from this, not from an academic perspective, but because we have had to seek out, I, I don't have another word, seek out the truth. But we've had to do it in ways that perhaps may or may not exist. We had to find the facts. We had to find the studies. And Mike is on it again. But his show, Real News, Real Problems, Real Solutions, Real Hope, but his show, Get Real with Mike Murphy, he's going to talk about some things for some of you where you are going to get your pom-poms on and you're going to be right there with them. And for the rest of you, you are going to be like, no, I don't agree. And why do I love this? Because we are a network where we bring to you a freedom to choose. And, you know, I was reminded of that this morning. But today, let's talk with Mike. He's got three of these under his belt. Let's find out how they're going. And I just have to make a comment to, the, to my team here, Olivia and Jessica, who have been doing this particular show. I got to just give you a heads up for the way you're presenting this show. It is the real deal in the way we like to roll. Mike, it's great to have you. Thank you, Pat. And, and let me add too, it's, it's, it's all, you know, we had a show previous a year ago on Transformation Talk Radio, more of an interview show. Um, and it was a, a joy to work with your team and, and, and Jessica, I worked with mostly back then and now Olivia this time, but your, your staff, your people, you yourself, I mean, very professional, very easy to work with. And, and, uh, and, and I'm, I'm encouraged by our first week. It was a lot more work than I anticipated, uh, but a lot more fun than I anticipated too. And so, uh, thanks for having me on today. I love it. Um, and you, you know how I know when, when somebody is in the groove in the zone, when they get to three quarters of their show and they've already covered all their material. <laughs> well, there's an interesting story behind that. I'm not going to go into today, but, but. Uh, come on. Um, <laughs> no, I can't. No, I know. I know. But, but, <laughs> but that won't happen again. I can promise you that. I can guarantee you it will happen again. It does, believe me, I know. But here's the thing. It doesn't matter whether it happens again, because one of the things that you're doing is you're saying, this is get real. And I'm just, I'm telling you the real deal is here. Well, unfortunately, yeah. fortunately, I can cover other subjects from, yeah, my, from my heart that, you know, resonate with me. Hopefully they resonate with a few of the listeners. But you know what I love? I would like you to talk about what I said, because before the, before the show, myself, Jessica and Linda, we were talking about, we were talking about this show and we were talking about the content and we, you know what I love about it? We've never talked about the content. We've never talked about what you're talking about the way that the three of us did yeah. this morning. Yeah. Not that we don't have our opinions, but we never had a conversation about it. Right. And, and it was interesting, right. To bring it up. And, and to talk about it, to hear where people are coming from. Isn't that underneath what you're doing? Because you don't just talk. You say, come on, call in. Give me your contents. Email me. 
listen, I, I'm a, I'm a seeker, I'm a searcher and, you know, but I don't have all the answers. None of us do. And we, and I only have my own experience. So all of my, um, my concepts, my philosophies, my ideas come from my own personal programming. We're all being programmed by our environment. And so my environment, my research has led me to certain things. And, and the, you know, the big one going on today, you know, I did cover that human trafficking, which, you know, oh. I've been, that that's what's kept me on this path all these years. When I woke up, you know, 10 years ago, I said, oh my God, you know? And so everybody say, Mike, give it up, give it. No, I mean, th these children are suffering and we need to do it's something. It's gotten worse, Mike. Um, it, it's out of control. It's, it's out of control. I did a show with a 10 year old that started to sell lemonade and sex trafficking. And I'm yeah, telling you yeah. uh, that we went through a period where that was where we were talking about it. Then we went through the TV shows where they were covering. Now it's like, what? Is it okay? Yeah. Well, so no, they want to, they want to make it okay. So the people that are involved in this and they're at the very top of the food chain, they want to make it okay. And that's their next agenda. And my concern is if we don't wake up, you know, and let's say they do get a vaccination in and it does hook us up to the cloud and does make it somewhat robot. I mean, they're going to they're going to walk all over us. And so that's why I think we're living in a very critical time right now that I just want to throw these subjects out there. And I try, you know, when I'm giving my opinion, I say this is my opinion. It doesn't mean it's right. I want everybody to do their own research and come to their own conclusion and their own realization. And the other big topic that we, you know, I tend to cover is this mask. And, and so, listen, I get why people believe in these masks. They're good people. And then they believe that if you don't wear a mask, that grandma's going to die or it's going to spread because they believe the science that comes out of the mainstream media that's pushing an agenda. I look at other doctors and other science that isn't pushing an agenda, and I come away with a complete different story. That doesn't make me bad or good, and it doesn't make the other people bad or good. We're, we all have a good intention. That's what I love about most human beings that still have their soul intact, is we have a good intention. Now, it's the matter is, what's our environment? What's our education? What's our research? And, and what the reason for the show, and I said this in the first show, is I have people I love that hate Trump. I have people that I love that love Trump. Well, let's have a conversation. Let's find some consensus because what I believe, it, whether it's Trump, Biden, Clinton, doesn't matter. They are the problem. Government is the problem. The media is the problem. And us, the people, we, the people, we're getting our rights taken away and we're getting our, our taxes raised. Our dollar doesn't go nearly as far. And pretty soon we're going to have a big problem if we don't already. You, you know, it's funny because we had this chat this morning and I'm I'm the opposition to you three. <laughs> I am definitely the opposition, but not without without my homework. I look, I took on Lyme disease when nobody was talking about it. Yeah, I took it on Dr. Darvish and I, Susan Green, Dr. D uh, Dr. Ronnie. We took it on. You know, we were out in the world and we still are. And what happened? Oh, is it unusual that your taxes get audited by the state like five times? Yes, it is yeah, unusual. Exactly. But we made the attorney general change the website. You know, we tried to present a case that said, just explain this to me. See, this is what we are asking. Yeah. Just explain this to me. Explain how that tick doesn't cross the state border. Just tell me how it knows on that deer 
don't go into Washington State. And, you know, when we started to ask questions and we started to get people to think, we started to get change. Along this topic, which I didn't say to Jessica and Linda, because I'm telling you, when they gang up on you, you just want to crawl in a hole. I'm telling you. I, I mean, you want to talk about feisty women. Come on. Come on. Right? But if they would have asked me, who are you watching? Let's just try that. And let's just keep it to COVID right now, because there are a bunch of topics that you cover. You don't just talk about COVID and masks. You, you're going to talk about everything. Yeah. Um, I love the show you did on sex trafficking, because the bottom line, there is no answer. There is no answer, and there is no action. I mean, I don't see action. If there's action, can somebody show me what the action is? You know, Do you know how easy it would be? for the leader of the free country to do something about sex trafficking, like with one signature. I don't get but, it. But I will, I will interject this, that yeah. under the Trump administration, more arrests are being made. You know, there's Nexium, um, yeah. there's, there's Epstein, there's, there's Maxwell. So I, it is getting traction. The, you know, and then I covered this Wayfair thing, and I, I think I was right when I said, hey, this could be a psychological operation to make us all look like idiots. And, and there's evidence that suggests that that's it. And they did a similar thing with the Podesta emails. They turned it into Pizzagate because that's their way of uh, opposing us, the truth. So, so the people that are involved in this, they got a lot of money and they got a lot yeah. of power. And so, yeah. and, and they have, they hire the brightest minds out of MIT every year and they create think tanks and they, now they have quantum computers and they have artificial intelligence. So they and, and then we give them all how, what we're thinking through social media, through Facebook and Twitter. So, so they put all this in the computer and they know how to mess with our minds. It's mind control and they're, they're the best at it. And we're all programmed. And it started with that television set. I'm sure before that it was radio, then TV, and you know, <laughs> and going town to town back in the day. But but today they're so powerful, and that television programming is so powerful and can shape our minds. See, most people, let's take Lyme disease, your subject, for example. And so someone watches an MSMP, say Rachel Maddow or a Fox piece, Sean Hannity. I don't like any of them. Okay. And they they get a little sound piece that the Lyme disease is a hoax. And that's all they ever heard. That's the extent of their research. But they resonate with this person for whatever reason, or they resonate with that person. So that becomes their belief based on a one soundbite. And, and that's what I'm trying to get people to do. Listen, we can't trust them, number one. Don't trust them. Turn it off. I watch them just to see what the most of the people are thinking about, right? And But they're, they're programming us, and they all have an agenda. They're owned by four or five huge corporations that control everything and, and control the money. So... So my point is, let, let's do our own research, and then let's go back to trusting our gut instinct, our intuition, our heart. You know, the mind can be programmed and brainwashed. That's proven. But the gut can't. The heart can't. And that's where we got to turn to. We got to get out of here. Yeah. I used to say, uh, you know, the longest journey, the hardest journey we ever take is 18 inches from here to here. Yeah. When we're living here, we're controlled. When we're living here, we're true. Yeah. So that's what I'm getting people try to people do with my show. And I love people say, hey, you're full of it and I'm going to prove it. Well, come on on. We want to yeah. hear from you if it's factual based. If it's based on a 60 second Sean Hannity sound piece, then we don't want to hear. It. Okay? Well, and you're right about this. You know, this morning I did an interview, which is yet to air. It's a short 15 minute. I never thought I never thought when my credit report showed that I had not turned in my 2013 Nissan Sentra. Now, mind you, I had leased other cars after that, but somewhere in the deep, 
deep equifax of life, there was this thing, this blemish. And I looked at it and I'm saying to the dealer, dude, I don't have the car. I, I don't have the car. Now, fast forward to where we are today. They got caught. This morning, I did an interview. For all of you listening, there is a class action suit afoot uh, against Equifax. And by the way, if you think you have been messed with, there is a website, there is an attorney team, they will, you could get 1500. Now, is that going to take care of maybe some of the information that was shared with a gazillion other people? Or Well, I don't know. But it's a small win, Mike. Yeah, exactly. Small but win. it's frustrating that all the hoops you have to jump through nowadays, you know, we're becoming more and more like slaves. You know, we thought this technology was going to help us. Heck, we don't have a day off anymore. You know, someone sends you a text message, they expect you to respond immediately. I mean, I just oh want to get God. rid of it. You know, I have a 20-acre farm in Columbia. Unfortunately, I can't fly to it. But, but I just want to go there. To me, that is starting to look like freedom and peace and get away from all this yeah. electronic stuff. It's 24-7. And, and, and I think people are losing it. You know, I think um, we're losing our freedoms. We're losing our money. And now we're starting to lose it emotionally, mentally. And that's my big concern. You know, hey, I just don't like, I have a father, he's 84, 85 years old. He's gone through three bouts of cancer. He lives by himself in a little 800 square foot place. And he got sick, not because of COVID-19, because he couldn't play his nine holes of golf and get his exercise. He couldn't eat good food. So he's eating Costco cheeseburgers every night. And he ended up in the hospital. And by the way, there was no one else in the hospital with him <laughs> in this pandemic. But, but that's another story. But you know but what you're talking about. I, I don't like human suffering, and that drives me crazy. Yeah. It's a very unjust world, and, and we've got to fix it. I don't like human suffering either. Um, I've recently shared my journey with my mom's suicide, addiction in my family, alcohol, drugs, all of them gone. Yeah. Sister, my mom's heart explodes. I buried two other sisters, cocaine, you know, you can name it. I don't want to get into it, but you get my, my drift. Yeah, exactly. So I started to do a show and a campaign because this is something I would love to hear you talk about. About a year ago, I said, there's a new addiction. It's more powerful than heroin. It's more powerful than the largest bottle of vodka you could buy. It's more powerful than opioids. And people are like, what is it? What is it? Is it a new drug? Where is it coming from? Is it coming from China? I said, no, no. It's the internet. It's social media. And it's the fact that if you take a 13-year-old cell phone away from them, mm. if you take that away from them for any length of time, an hour, two, if you threaten never to give that to them, they will go to any lengths. And we're not talking about that, right? I'm not even going to get into the addiction to porn. That's a whole, yeah. that's another crazy town. Absolutely. But this particular thing you're talking about, God bless you for being able to put your cell phone down, walk away. Mm -hmm. I can do yeah. the same. Yeah. But we're the minority here. Yeah, and I'm not as good as it I'd like to be, but but you know I can go play golf. I mean that's my that's my outlet is I go play golf, and for those two or three hours I'm just focused on that, and I get fresh air, I get vitamin D, I get sunshine, I get companionship, and that kind of thing. But but you bring up a very very interesting thing about the see time is speeding up, and and you know 
I don't know if the Bible's accurate or not. I think a lot of it is, and I think some of it's been manipulated through translations over time, but I do think there's truth. Do I think it's the absolute word of God? No, we know it was written by men. Were they inspired by God? Who knows? But, but, but it talks about the end times that things are going to speed up. And let me tell you, so I haven't researched this personally, but I have a lot of friends that do. And so I know when I used to research it, the Schumann resonance, the electromagnetic frequency of the earth was about 7.8 Hertz. I've been told now it's over a hundred Hertz. So the earth is speeding up. I think crying out for help. Okay. And so therefore we're connected to this frequency that, that is proven. So, so we're vibrating at a higher frequency, especially this thing. And then you look at all this technology and I have a bunch of grandkids. And, and so I see this and the video games. See, if you really study this thing, I said it in the show last night, you know, if you want to boil a frog, you put it in lukewarm water in a pan and you gently turn up the heat. And that's what they've been doing to us. See, you think about it. You have these kids now that have been playing these video games. I've never played them, but I, but I understand they, they play them. And then there's a lot of military ones, which, you know, I've heard they were instituted or, or implemented by the military. So, so they've been killing people and, and, and being disassociated because it's just a video game. It's just on a screen. Well, now this happens in real life, you know, somewhere back in Washington, DC, they're in a building and they got these little things and they're flying drones over these people and they're just firing these missiles, but they're disassociated because they've already, they've been programmed. You see how it works, folks. They, they program us. They know the agenda. What I, I'm going to go real on a real quick little rabbit trail here, but I really believe there's a group of people that have sold their soul and they're always going to come back to this dimension. They can't ascend to a higher dimension. So they plan for centuries, generations, because they know they're going to reincarnate back here. That's just a, my philosophy. Don't need anybody else to believe it. Okay. But if that is the case, it makes sense where they plan for centuries. You and me are planning for today, tomorrow, maybe a quarter, a year at the most. Right. But they're planning. They, you know, uh, or George Orwell, 1984 was written in the twenties. All that stuff is real now. Did he know? I think so. Okay. Um, and so because they tell us in advance, I think that's another spiritual law is they got to tell us before they screw us. Okay. And, and so there's a lot of predictive programming, especially out of Hollywood and movies and TV shows. If you look back now, there's a lot of signs that said nine 11 was going to happen before nine 11 happened. How did that happen, ladies and gentlemen? You tell me. I don't know. I'm just telling you my research says that there was a lot of that prior to. And I don't know how they do this. And But John F. Kennedy said it, I think, the best. He talked about a monolithic conspiracy in secret societies. So if you look at the pyramid of the of the world, and we're at the bottom, and us, us, we, the people, are at the bottom. And someone's at my front door here. So <laughs> and... Um, but but at the very top is where all the money I believe and perhaps perhaps even worse. Okay, tequila. You've met my dog now, tequila. Okay, hang on. I'm gonna be right back. Take well, that's all right. I'm gonna go to a short break. But when we come back, let's talk about what it is in your sense of things. You know, for Mike's show and especially for my Power Up show, we take on topics that we don't normally take on, but we don't take them on without you. Um, this is one of these conversations where I've gotten more emails from listeners for me to talk about 5G and 5G and what it does. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, conspiracy, contemplation, consideration, or creation? Pick one, pick all, or pick none. We'll be right back. 
Learn how to lead a happier life on Miles to Go with Brittany Miles. How to lose to gain it all. Join Brittany every second and fourth Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Listen as coach and healer Brittany Miles share stories that teach you about surrender. For more information about Brittany, MilesToGoCoaching.com. The truth is funny. Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living LLC. For more information about Karen, visit karenbenton.com. Your eternal purpose is calling out to you each and every day. Are you listening? Tune in to Dynamic Destiny Radio with Coach Pete Cafarcio every first and third Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to be your authentic self and live the life that you were destined for. Learn practical tools to discover your purpose and conquer other fears that keep you stuck in a life of mediocrity. Learn more about Coach Pete by visiting PeteCoaching.com. Tune into Three Things I've Learned with Susan Dolce every first and third Tuesday of the month at noon Pacific, 3 o'clock Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. Join Susan and her guests as they share the stories that shift our souls about radical transformations, courageous breakthroughs, and life lessons. Three Things I've Learned with Susan Dolce. For more information, go to TransformationTalkRadio.com or visit Susan's website at SusanDolce.com. Message delivery by Lisa Ann. You can't make this stuff up. Tune in every first and third Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Message delivery is an inspirational show about the journey to enlightenment and spirituality. For more information or your own personal message delivery, visit AngelMessages2U.com. That's Angel Messages, the number two, the letter U.com. Break your snooze button habits for good with the Soul Stretching Sisters on the I Am Power Hour with me, Terry J. Walker. And me, Dr. Pat, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Pump up your spiritual muscle as we share stories. Aspire higher. And live a whole lot larger. To help you unleash your powered up. Pumped up. I am soul stretching success. Anything can happen when we take to the airways. And all things become possible during the I Am Power Hour. Hey, everybody, welcome back. I am so thrilled uh, to be talking with all of you today. Uh, Mike Murphy, get real with Mike Murphy. Uh, Mike comes off his first week on Transformation Talk Radio at five o'clock. You'll be able to tune in. Um, and earlier I said, I, I love the show format. And I, we're going to talk to you about what that looks like. It's one of the first of many shows we're going to be doing this way. But the thing is that there's a responsibility, and I want to make sure that you folks know how to get a hold of Mike. You can go to MikeMurphyUnfiltered.com if you're interested in some of the things he just talked about and want to change some of the ways in your life. You can go to TheCreationFrequency.com. But the thing that I want to, to say is this is a new format. And what I mean by that is if you watch some of the, the television stuff, right, They'll be talking about a study, but they never show you the study. 
or they'll be talking about, well, in the journal, but they never show it to you. Some, I, I have to take that back. Some people do. Um, and I will say, uh, you know, whether you agree with Rachel Maddow or not, she is one of the people that will throw stuff up on the screen. At least you see, are you making it up or did it come from somewhere? And then you could decide, I don't believe you, I believe you. But Mike has created a format where he not only shows you that, but he'll literally play the video. Mike, great to have you here. And during the break, we were talking about a bunch of things I'm sure you're gonna cover in the future. But this is a format where you're not just talking about the day's news. You're showing people where you're getting it from. Yeah, so the, the problem is I see it in the world. The, the, what they call news, Hannity on Fox, Matchell on MSNBC, and, and Cuomo on CNN, it's not news. It's opinion pieces and propaganda. And, and the, the prime example, take the Russia story. Watch it on MSNBC. Watch it on Fox. Complete different Spins, takes, propaganda. Okay, so I, off, I I comb the internet for interesting stories all morning long, and I comb YouTube for certain people that I follow that I trust, and I and I, I believe after ten years of this, I can discern who's who's mostly seeking the truth and who's pushing an agenda. And so I want to bring to the viewer, the, the listener, these stories. Now I may or may not give my opinion, but I'm going to share what I'm where the story came from, what it's about. And then I want you to figure it out. I want people, we need to stop, start thinking, you know, I'm fortunate or unfortunate, but I literally quit going to school after the eighth grade. And, and I feel that, you know, now I look back on it. School is about memorizing, regurgitating and forgetting, you know, for most of it, at least that's what it felt like to me. And I'm sure in higher learning, there's more to it. Now I love learning, but I love doing my own research on topics that are, that, resonate with me and so so i just want to bring the story that but we got to start thinking again and we got to start using our common sense and trusting our gut as i started to say earlier well when we think about this too there are so many directions to go you and i before the break and i want to bring this up um you and i before the break we were talking i was talking a little bit about what i learned in my own healing journey and i learned a lot i mean i did not show up doing the show mike as a person I am today, I showed up doing this show, kid from the Bronx, mostly conventional medicine. I didn't even know what natural was or green drinks. I didn't. And six months into this, April 1st of 04, I got a mystery disease. And down the pathway, I went. And, you know, up to that point, I never understood. That this has got to be the universe cosmic joke right here. I never understood, you know, how some people got really sick. That's how naive I was, right? And I discovered I'm not invincible. But I also discovered something else. Conventional methods were not healing me. But conventional plus natural methods did. And it took a longer bit of time, but it was the proportion of it. It was mostly natural and some conventional. I couldn't even get anybody to talk to me at those networks because I wanted to share some stories of people who had COVID and were treated naturally and have none of the side effects are into maintenance. I couldn't get a conversation with anybody. Right. And I'm thinking, does, it, does anybody care? Do, do, why don't we gather people together 
that are doing some things that are working. And, and that has been, for me, since 2004, the great mystery question for me, and I do not have an answer. And I think I'm still a little bit naive. Well, yeah. And so let, let, Mike's let, like, yeah, you are. <laughs> no, it, like, it's yeah, like, that. Well, but let's talk about programming because, you know, as you know, I, you know, I fell in love with somebody in, in 2001 and um, nine months later we discovered she had breast cancer and, and for nine years she battled and then she passed away. And, and, and then I started a nonprofit foundation working with women below the poverty line that had cancer. So, so I really got to see allopathic medicine at work and it doesn't work in that particular disease. You know, in my opinion, it's just my opinion, folks, and I'm not a doctor, but they cut off a breast or both. So that guy over there can pay his mortgage. Then they put a hole here and they fill it with poison every week. So that guy over there can pay his mortgage. And then they put you on an expensive million dollar general electric machine and they burn the hell out of you. And then that's really the best they have to offer. And if they want to keep that license, that's their, that's their trick. That's all they have. So after watching this case after case, after case, after case with devastating results, um, I started research. So prior to, you know, if, if you look into it, there was natural medicine is all we had at the turn of the century. Okay. Then the 1900s, early 1900s, that's all we had. And then the Rockefeller Foundation, they started giving money donations to Harvard. And they said, oh, you know, we've given you so much money over the years. Can we have a seat on your board? And then because they're in the oil business and they have all this oil, they, they start creating these products that are made out of oil called pharmaceuticals. Okay. And then they're on the board. Now they're making decisions. Now a chiropractor is a quack. A naturopath doctor is a quack. And they have all this money and all this media. Back then, they used newspaper primarily, and then radio. And so, look at look at the brainwashing of my parents. So, both my parents have gone through cancer. I lost my mother, unfortunately. And so, but look at it. They grew up with Marcus Welby, okay, a nice elderly guy with a stethoscope and a white. And he healed everybody. He was a nice guy. Then they got a little sexier in UCLA. They went to the medical center and they had these good looking doctors and, and they healed everybody. And this guy was always right. And then they go to a, a house who's a, a brain, a really weird guy hooked to opiates, but, but he takes all these crazy diseases and he heals them. So of course we're going to trust a guy with a white coat and a stethoscope because we've been programmed through television to believe that stuff. If you start researching chemotherapy, for example, and you find out that it was mustard gas in the war and it was, you know, and they, they did autopsies on the poor people that died and they something that, that would help leukemia patients. So they create chemotherapy and then they treat it for everybody. And one, one month we had to pay for it, Mike, for some reason, insurance. One month worth of chemotherapy pills, it couldn't cost more than $5 and make $2,600, you know? And one time I had to pay for an MRI, you know, because insurance wouldn't cover for somebody. Yeah. Like $4,000 of laying this thing, that's laying there doing nothing all day long. So the whole system is out of whack. And you you discovered this through your particular disease. I did. I discovered I, and it. I got to tell you, I got the wounds from it. I mean, I'm a different person today. Uh, Dr. Darvish is one of the most brilliant people that I've ever met. Uh, Dr. Ronnie is the boldest. And these are people that came out and said, this is what we're doing. And we are healing people. And that is not how you win a popularity contest in the medical profession, by the way. Well, no, you can actually die. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, if, trust if, me. If, you know how many of Lyme doctors have lost their licenses on the go. East Coast? Yeah. And so yeah. that's how powerful this cabal is that runs the world. 
and now they're pushing this pandemic, in my opinion, pandemic, whatever you want to say. And, and it's all about control and power and to get us in the vaccination. And you want to see some deaths. I'm, next week's show, we're gonna, I just watched an interview with Fauci. He said typically it takes seven years for a vaccination to be developed. They're rushing this one. They got, you know, and this is why I'm not a Trump fan, but Operation Warp Speed. He's already spent about 150 million syringes and needles. Okay. They want to vaccinate us. Okay. Now, if you look at like yesterday's show, I talked about Bill Gates, Microsoft's ID 2020. That looks evil to me. Okay. They put it in this and then they reward us with cryptocurrency. If we, if we do it, they want, I mean, so, so we all got to look into that and we all going to have to draw a line in the sand at some point. Okay. And that's kind of what's happening right now. So where's it going to end up? I have no idea. I know one thing that if we keep obeying and doing everything they say, they're just going to run over us and we're going to lose more freedoms. We're going to lose more money. And pretty soon I believe we're and look at, you know, in Seattle up there, you guys had, and I had it in Oakland, you know, some very, very bad destructive people came into our communities that aren't a part of our communities and tried to destroy them in a lot of ways did destroy them under some movement that isn't even honestly being told what it's really going on. And there's all kinds of notorious people behind this movement. Yeah. The cause is great, but what they're doing with the money and what they're, what the end game for them is compared to what we think it is are two different things. And that's what I encourage people to do. You always got to look at what the agenda is. What, what are they pushing? And then, then make a decision. You, you know, I'm one of these people, Mike, and let me just put this out there. Uh, Mike Murphy is joining me here today. Um, we're talking about Get Real with Mike Murphy, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 5 o'clock on Transformation Talk Radio. <clears throat> and I want to just say, this is an interactive show. If you have something to say to Mike, he opens up the phone lines. You can email him. You can text him. This is a dialogue. I can't even get anybody at CNN to share with them how... At least six people in my close circle of friends healed naturally. I can't even have a, I can't even get them. You can get Mike. Um, you know, one of the things, Mike, is, and I want to get to this uh, a little bit for people. We have had in this country protests since our inception. I mean, the country was born out of a protest, right? Um, but there is a protest and there is a protest. I, I, I'm a 60s kid, right? I used to sit down and protest. I mean, that that's what those things were like. There were a couple that got a little hairy, but we would sit down and then we'd have to, of course, be carried out. But the point was we came together for a cause. You couldn't back in the 60s say you're, you're for peace and, and beat somebody up. That would have never worked. But peace is power to me. Peace is power to me. And God, for, please, God forgive it if peace would actually break up, out. And I think that, you know, we are in a time where we are connected to more information than we've ever been connected. And yet, I can't get an email or have a conversation with anybody at one of those networks to just say, do you want to know what's working for some people? It is baffling to me. I'm you know, stymied. Well, but if you understand who owns them um, and, and they are pushing an agenda, then it makes perfect sense. You know, they don't really, they're not interested in the truth. That's what kind of drives me crazy about the people that, that watch it and follow it and believe it. 
those people are pushing an agenda that serves them and does not serve us. And I don't care what channel, left or right. I'm, I, I don't like any of them. So, so I want the honest truth, and you're not going to get, especially on these cable news shows nowadays. I mean, they're they're a joke. You're better off turning on your local news if you want to get a little bit of news. But there, it's all written in New York. Okay, there's there's YouTube videos you can watch where the local news anchor is reporting the same story at every city across the nation. It's comical to watch. So it's all written by these people. They control the news. They control the media. Therefore, they own us. They also control the banks and the money. So therefore, we're debt slaves. We're media slaves. And and it's getting it's getting out of control. And now I really think they're using this pandemic, which will lead to a vaccine, which will lead to a cashless society, which will leave, lead to ultimate slavery for every single one of us. Maybe not for me at my age, but my kids, my grandkids, future generations. If I do reincarnate here, if that is such a thing, and I reincarnate back here, who, who wants to, right? So, so I really think this is a critical time for humanity. I don't think it's the first time it's been critical for humanity, but I think it's another time and that the energy is shifting. So I think the powers to be, the elite, the globalists, whoever the heck they are, okay, they're a little panicked because I think we are switching energies. And if you study this over tw every 26,000 years, I believe it is, or cycle, we go from a masculine to a feminine energy. I believe this started in uh, 2012 yeah. with the yeah. Mayan, end of the Mayan calendar. So we're going to a feminine energy. See, we've been 26,000 years of masculine energy, which is domination and penetration and power right and we're going to a feminine energy which is love and nurturing and so now's the time if they're going to enslave us they got to do it now because once we hit critical mass and we all wake up to this new energy which is community we're all connected we're all one and mother earth is our home and we start taking care of this place it's not the people ruining this environment it's big corporations and they know what they're doing and you know they got us running around you know giving up plastic straws which is just such a small percentage of the problem you know but you know mike here's what's it. hard for me this is yeah. the hardest part i come from an interesting family and this is very real for me i'm not quite sure what to do about it um but i discovered a number of years ago and you can you can google our name half of my family was in the united states i didn't even know that my grandfather was born in Brazil. I mean, that's how many secrets get kept. So I have this entire family now in Brazil, right? All with my last name. It's not a common name. You'll only find us in three places. And I, in trying to speak with them, of course I need to translate it. I don't even know where to begin to talk with them about what's happening in Brazil except I just keep saying, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And, you know, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to do a show about this, um, an upcoming show. But when they describe what's happening there, and these are my relatives, I have no answer for them. I have no answer for them. And I have not seen so many mass graves being dug since Nazi Germany. And we have to really look at, and I think this is what you do. You're looking at the scope of things yeah. and you're saying, this is my, uh, this is me. This is what I believe. What do you believe? Yeah. If and we don't recall, come to I the table, to well, I mean, yeah. I had this conversation with Jessica and Linda yeah. and as a result of that conversation, by the way, 
first time the three of us have ever re really talked about it. Oh, good. But I walked away from it thinking, how do I feel? You know, what is the best way for me to articulate the where I'm getting my data from? How I can best talk about it? But more importantly, it's hard to listen to other people that don't agree with you. But we have to do that right now. I, that you just hit the nail right on the head. Okay. I want to understand these Trump haters and I want to understand these Trump lovers. I want to understand these Biden lovers. I want to understand these, but I want to understand, see, I'm curious. I want to understand why people do what they do. And what I've come to, you know, I, I, I'm, I was a big fan of Tony Robbins for a long time. And he talks about um, people's six human needs. Right. And one of them is certainty. And, and I know a lot of people in this life, I have relatives, I have kids I, that, that they need certainty. And so if, if you're going to say the government is really not on your side and maybe even out to harm you, that, that blows up their certainty, okay? Or the media might be lying to you. No, I need that certainty. So I got to put my mask on. I got to stay at home in place. I got to do what I'm told. And I get that, okay? I was like that. I mean, we, we all go through cycles and growth and evolution, right? So I get that. What I want to understand is for, for the, and there's a great, um, on Facebook, I belong to a group called walk away campaign. Mm -hmm. And these are die in the wool Democrats that have walked away. It started, you know, in the last election and it's growing and growing and growing. But when you read why I believed all this and why I'm walking away, it's very enlightening. So what I'm looking for is some sort of consensus that we can agree on this. And now how can we grow that? And, and get integrity back into the world, integrity back into the media, integrity back into one another. That's where I see the problem is that, that we're, we're all full of it and we're all lying to one another or we close our eyes. We don't want to look at this human trafficking and, it, and it's killing us. It's going to destroy us. You cannot have all this evil going on and not be affected by it. We have our individual consciousness, collective and then the collective consciousness. And we are affected by the collective. That's why some days you wake up and you're just blah. It has nothing to do with you. You're affected by this energy that's around you. And when these kids go mess missing and they're tortured and they're sold and they're murdered, that affects us. And we are responsible to stop it. And if we close our eyes, we're guilty of it. You know, it's an interesting conversation. I was, I was, I was talking about this and, and we got down to the governors. We really drill down to that. And there was a conversation about what right do governors have to do A, B, C, D. Now, I've been around for a few years, Mike. You've been around for a few years. We know what individual states can and cannot do. We just watched Missouri try to shut down every clinic in Missouri and then Tennessee, and they just lost that argument in Supreme Court. So governors for eons have been doing their thing, whatever the thing is, right? You live in Washington, you get that governor. You live in New York, you get Andy, yeah. what, whatever that is. And mayors, mayors too. But here, now we got something interesting going on. I hope you take this on, this conversation. Is it right for a governor to tell every mayor in every city of the state that if you don't abide by this, you're going to be in trouble. Or to say to them, if you make your people wear masks, 
you're not going to get state funding. And I'm thinking to myself, is that really what we're down to, folks? Is so that really where we are? See, it's backwards. It's supposed uh, to be a government of the people for the people. It's well, that's what I'm trying to say. It's supposed to be from the ground up, but they've gotten too much power, and we gave it to them because we closed our eyes. We're busy watching our sports teams. We're busy shopping. We're busy doing this other stuff we probably shouldn't be doing that's not good for us. And, and, and we let them get away with this. We let them take our – and with our money, with our money, our hard sweat money, we give to them or they take them from us. And, and now they've taken all this power. And if you think these, and it's, it goes beyond mayors, you have county supervisors, you have city council. I, I, I can't even drill down that far because <laughs> I come from New York. I mean, I'm from New York and New Jersey. I mean, yeah. all you need to do is say Chris Christie and you'll get a whole story about all of that. Right. But, but, but why do, why are we allowing this? You but know, do you know what I love about it though? Here's yeah. what I love about this. Six months ago, we didn't care. Exactly. We were not talking about it. Exactly. We were not looking at it. Exactly. I, I, I wasn't with two of my closest uh, teammates saying, you don't like your governor? Vote. Right. You don't like the president? Did you vote? Right. Did right. you vote in the last election? I, and, right. and I'm like, okay, you didn't vote, but you don't like something, yeah. right? Well, what, yeah. what has that got to do with anything? Well, what has it got to do? You're worried about whether somebody's going to touch your body and tell you what to do? Hello? Supreme Court, get ready. As a woman, you can lose it all. Yeah. And vote. Yeah. And I learned that the hard way in the 60s. Holy yeah. crap. I mean, how many how many Nixons or how many of people do you have to go through in your lifetime until yeah. you realize that we have one thing in this country, really one, that gives us a teeny weeny little bit of power. That, 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 well, that's all we have, really. That and prayer. So, oh, so, prayer, prayer, prayer goes without saying. So, it would, but, yeah. But, but also, my spiritual see, practice keeps me sane. By the way, well, exactly. But here's what they do: is divide and conquer. You know, so they divide us. God, there's so many ways they divide us. So, so many issues they divide us, and while they continue to conquer us and control us, and it's getting deeper and deeper and deeper, and pretty soon we won't be able to undo the change that they're going to put around us. So one, we need to come together and have these civilized discussions and quit. I, you know, what really got me going is you, you'll see an article on Facebook and you read the comments, so much hate. What, well, that is accomplishing nothing, ladies and gentlemen. Let's have a civilized discussion. And that's what my show is supposed to be about, is, you know, is hopefully we gain some traction, we gain some audience, and then people can call in and let's have a discussion. Let's really debate these issues, but in a civilized manner. I almost you know, called in yesterday. I almost <laughs> called in yesterday when you hit that point where you said, ah, I ran. I was like, okay, I got to call it. I got to call it. <laughs> and, then, and, they, and then you picked up steam. Um, <laughs> people say to me, this is the question I got this morning from, from, I, I honestly didn't even get a chance to answer it with Linda and Jessica this morning. I mean, I couldn't, it was like not a lot of room. And they said, where do you get your data from? Where are you going to get your data from? You know, the CDC, I said, look, I'm a Lyme disease, Lyme disease advocate. You don't have to talk to me about the CDC. I'm not going there. And so I have places I go. I go to places like, you know, worlddata.org. I go to places that provide that level of information. I go to places where they are healing things, not in it. Maybe. I go to places because where's the solution living? 
But Where let, is me, the solution let, let me tell you another place to go that, that I discovered. Okay. Because it, it's basically what you already do. It's basically what I'm attempting to try to do. There are some great YouTube people out there that make incredible videos based on real factual information. I'm going to mention one right now because it has to do with your city. And it's a guy named James Corbett, the Corbett Report. But he did a, a documentary on Bill Gates, your neighbor up there and my neighbor down here in the desert. And you, so if everybody would watch this and understand where he's coming from with these vaccines and, and the people, the countries in Africa that hate him. Okay, that he's gone in there and given these vaccinations to these people with horrendous results. So if everybody would just educate themselves about that, maybe people say, whoa, wait a minute. I don't really want people sticking a needle in me or just go to the CVS and say, hey, I want a flu vaccine. But before you give it to me, can I read the ingredients and can I read the warnings? Yeah. I mean, come on, guys. You're going to let someone stick a needle in your arm. You have no, and this, this test they give for COVID-19, they're going to stick something almost up into my brain. No, thank you. Not that I, I just don't trust you, you know? And if it's so rampant, if it's such a pandemic, can't you just take my saliva? Shouldn't it be all over that? Well, the truth is it's not. The truth is they can't even identify a virus in your body. So they test for antibodies. I mean, something's not right here, ladies and gentlemen. That's all, that's, that's all I'm saying. I don't know what it is, but I know one thing. We're headed in the wrong direction and it's time to wake up. Well, we're not talking about it. None of us are really talking. Yeah. You know, we're not asking each other questions. We're not asking, Pat, who do you who do you believe in? Who are you following in the pandemic? You know, yeah. who are you watching? And when I give them the yeah. answer, they're shocked. Why are you watching her? Why are you why are you watching her? Yeah. Like, are you German? No, I'm watching <laughs> Angela Merkel. Merkel. I'm watching her. Why? Why am I watching her? Why did I watch her speech? Why? Well, you get to figure out what you're watching. But yeah. maybe if you took a look at this woman who took some action, who respected people, what is she doing that's right? But if you're, we've got to come to the table and get information that we're sharing and not belittle the other person if they don't agree. And it's okay to question everything and it's okay to disagree, but do it civilized. I understand why people wear masks and I understand why people don't wear masks. I understand both sides of that, but okay. So now let's get together and quit name calling and really talk about what's really happening here and then maybe come to some conclusion. One of the greatest and most controversial things I brought on the show was a statement I made out of the science when I said, if you have Lyme disease, you will always have to have safe sex. Yeah. Now that is a show. Like, <laughs> thank you. People can Google that to find out why. Mike, thank you so much for joining me here today. My pleasure. Uh, let me tell you something. That 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 information when that science came out, that ended that ended a relationship. Mm. That was the end of my relationship. That's wow. like you know what? You're like one sick person. You got that bug. And wow. so yeah, get educated, people. Okay, <laughs> Mike Murphy. Mike, uh, again, how could we find out more about you? So uh, the show is every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, live, 5 p.m. Pacific at Transformation Talk Radio or Mike Murphy Unfiltered YouTube channel. We live stream there as well. And all, we archive all, all the shows at all those places. So, you know, check it out. And, and we'd love to have you be a part of yeah. it. Yeah. And by the way, we do have some fun, don't we? Yeah, for sure. It is. I mean, the funnest show I ever did was how to get a date with Lyme disease. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Murphy, I'm Dr. Pat. 